amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Bud Light Studios. Bud Light for the fans on game day. KKSC FM HD1. Broomfield Denver Boulder. The Nuggets. The Avalanche. And all Denver sports. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Lombardi and Kane. Shout out to uh, Joe Sackick, who was the featured guest last night and yesterday at the Evans Scholar Annual Charity Golf Tournament. They make money and raise money for the Evans Scholar, Scholar Foundation, which is one of the greatest programs around. And Joe, uh, he and I got a chance to visit last night, and we sat down and we talked, and he talked about his team this year, and he is psyched. He is pumped. He said, quote, they're more gritty. I love the grittiness of our team. And I asked him, what does that mean? He says, every line's got a little something. Every line's got a little attitude. And I think it's exactly what the doctor ordered. What do you think, Moshe? I completely agree. Especially when you're adding in guys like Colton, guys like Miles Wood. We talk about was it, Russell. Was it, was it Manson who said, yeah, they're gritty guys? We yeah, had they, a, we they had are. A grit. Drew, Druin's not a gritty guy, but other guys that have been added to the roster are. And, and like Tatar's not a gritty guy, but let's say Ross Colton is your replacement for JT Comfort, which he is, essentially, right? And the numbers, JT had a terrific year last year in a bigger role. Good for him. He got paid for it and overpaid. Either way, Colton is a grittier player. Hey, what? let me tell you what else he said. Because Tatar, that happened late, right? That deal happened late. Very Tatar late. had another option. He could have gone to another team. Mm-hmm. He chose the Avs because playing for the Avs gets you paid, even if it's a one-year deal. I mean, look at what, look what happened with Evan. If you play with the Avs and you play with the talent that surrounds you on this team, you will get paid eventually. So these guys are making the choice to come here because of the t- the talent that surrounds them. Yeah. What a place to be. And Tatar is a 20-goal guy. That's what he is. And I think that he's going to be that again. At least I hope he's going to be that 20-goal guy again coming off 20 goals last season. There's all kinds of talent on this team. And if he can get some, some PP time and whatnot, yeah, he's going to be probably in pretty good shape. The depth feels a lot better this year. And it does. It does feel better. Your health is a big factor, but... Uh, don't underestimate, you know, the ability. We, we talk about the Wood contract, and golly, it's kind of long for Miles Wood, right? Yeah, but dude, he's the kind of guy that you can just put in that position and forget about him, 
for for several years in terms of you don't have to worry about it at all, right? So this is a this is a, a team that I think not only that, but they're they're more hungry now. I mean, they're they're chomping at the bit to get back at it. They realize, heck, to a guy we talked to at the tournament on Monday, you know, it was was it a blessing in disguise? I think they said all, yeah, pretty much because we were banged up and we had this and we had that going on, and now we're refreshed, revitalized, bodies feel good, brains feel good. Let's go. Um, he also says Val's in a good frame of mind, and that's good to hear. Good. That's yeah, awesome. Val, I mean, Val is as important to really anybody on this roster. If the Az want to get to where they want to go this year, which is a championship, he has to get back to that form that he was two years ago. Mm-hmm. And you hope that he finds some some chemistry there with Ryan Johansson in the middle. I mean, hopefully those, you know, those big guys. Val's a big guy. Johansson's not a little guy. You realize that, right? Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a pretty big dude. So... The opportunity for for big guys with skill to work with each other. Let's get it going, baby. Um, can I allow or allow me just a, a thirty seconds to explain Iowa football to you guys for a second? Hold on, let me get a clock out because if this goes more than thirty, hold on, Vicky. I'm I'm with uh, yeah. I'm with Vic on this. Okay, All right, ready? Go ahead. Iowa's head coach is Kurt. Kirk Ferentz. He hired his son Brian Ferentz to run the offense. The offense has been as bad as any offense. In college football over the last couple of years, he refuses to fire his son. His son takes a lot of criticism. And so audio emerged yesterday of Brian Ferentz at the podium after they scored 41 points, which they haven't done in a long time. They scored mid-20s. He said this. You all have had fun with this 25-point obsession, and I get it. I do. But if I'm not mistaken, we just dropped 41 on Saturday. So... Maybe it's time to grab a hold of your little step ladders and go ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. Here's the problem. And this is the problem oh that we were oh, yeah, here's yeah, the problem yeah, yeah. that we are going to face for a long time. That was an AI video. That was not actually him at the press conference. Oh, really? Wait, and wait, wait, everybody wait, 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 ran wait. with it because wait, wait, it wait, looked wait, wait. so legit. Marty just he's got a shocked look on his face because he watched no, no, the video. No, 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 no. That's no, fake. No, 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 no. That's AI. I, I watched it too, and I just sent it to you. I said, no, no. That's no, AI. I, all right, let's stop the AI. You think I've been fooled before on Twitter, and we've all been fooled before? It's over now. It, it's over. If AI can generate fake interviews with fake sound, uh, what do we do? Come on, man. Yeah. No way. Talk radio is dead. That's where I am now terrified of anything that comes out from a press conference setting. If it looks and sounds as real as that one does, I can't trust anything anymore. Because you know what I'm not doing? I'm not checking the schedules and going back and looking over the tape of Iowa's press conferences no, in the middle of the I'm week. I'm not doing the work either. I'm not doing the work. Part of the allure of Twitter is the work is done for you. You just tap on something, boom. I'm not going to check it. If that was real sound, it would be one of my favorite things ever said at a press conference. Unfortunately, it was not. So the way AI works in this case, he's got his, he's talking, his lips are moving, but they superimpose the words at the very end, right? Those are superimposed. But they also you can't get, really tell the difference. They yeah, get lips look the lips to sync up fine. with the words too. It's gotten really good lately. Dude, really good. No, All the comments no, AI's got to stop. You Who do we call? for this. Of course, it's Who, impossible. Least, I, I'm not joking. Who do we call to stop AI? Uh, people are cheating on tests in school. Or two, uh, two, it's changing. <laughs> <laughs> I we got to make a phone call. We can't do this AI stuff 
everything we know, everything we believe is now fake. I read. So this just, is this is where it's going. Let me can I explain yeah, to you? Yes, please. Because that's weird. I, by the way, Vic, you're sort of not yourself today. I'd like to poke you. And just understand if you're really you. I mean, poke yourself. Just give yourself a poke and yeah, is this see a if cheat? you're really you today. Can, can I get yeah, out? There you go. Do it again. There you go. Can I get out of doing this show and go play golf one morning and just say, let AI do the show for me? Can we do like four avatars and you just have, go, hit the, go hit the course? You have thousands of hours of my voice for this AI to choose from. It can make it sound legit. Why do I have to you, be here? You, you guys think this is a joke. No, I don't. Bill, you guys let me, think let me I'm explain. joking. For all the technology and advancements and, oh, that's great for medicine, it's great for uh, production, it's great. No, I don't want it. I'd rather live the way we live. I don't want it because you start questioning things. I don't want it. Stay away. So Keep it there. Brett, apparently there are some unfinished and unreleased Beatles songs. And Paul McCartney has come on out, and there's maybe like one song left, something like that. He said, well, we're going to finish it. And they're like, how? He says, well, we've got John. We've got him, you know, we got George. We got we got them, you know, all through the years. He goes, Ringo and I are going to you know, lay down some stuff for the, some tracks, and the rest we're going to AI. And I'm yep. like, no, you're going wait, wait, to AI some John Lennon vocals into a new song? Hold on. How the hell is that possible? Hold the on, hell guys. are you talking about? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Have you heard, this is a big problem in the music industry already. People are taking, like these producers, they're using AI, they're creating a beat, and they're using the voices of guys like Kanye, Jay-Z, all this different stuff, and AI makes the songs, and I'm, I'm not kidding. I heard one that somebody did with Kanye's voice. It sounded like... Kanye made this. It sounded exactly like one You're of the kidding. songs he would make. I swear to God, and, and these musicians, voice. these musicians have already said, "If you guys do this, we are going to sue you." Because I don't know what you call it. If you can't just do that, you can't take somebody's own personal whatever it is that makes them good at something and say, "All right, now I'll use a robot to do it, and it's mine now." I that's not allowed. So one more time, Marty. Can we hear fake Brian Ferentz stepping up to a podium and the AI version of him talking to media members? You all have had fun with this 25-point obsession, and I get it. I do. But if I'm not mistaken, we just dropped 41 on Saturday. So maybe it's time to grab a hold of your little stepladders and go ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. I, mean, I I wish that <laughs> that were real. sounds so real. I, it does. I, I don't. I'm trying to. It's I'm, even got the echoey press yeah, conference sort everything. of sound to it. Yeah. So what did he really say? Is can we listen to him in react? I want to hear the real Brian Ferentz. I want to compare the two. I need I need to compare the two. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you know what I loved about this because this just. I saw underneath one of those, when I realized this thing was fake yesterday, I saw one of the comments from an Iowa fan had, like, the Hawkeye logo as his avatar, right? He said, you guys are all idiots. He only talks once a week, and it's on Mondays. I'm like, you think that people in Denver or Los Angeles know the speaking habits of the coordinators at Iowa and when their press conferences are? I want it said in advance. Who's to say that Deion Sanders isn't sitting in his locker room using AI-generated coaches from other teams <laughs> that say things about his team to motivate? 
Who knows? Here it is, ready for this for this McCartney thing. Finals Beatle record, they're calling it. The technology has been used to extricate John Lennon's voice from an old demo so that they can finish the song. He no. says, we just finished it up. It'll be released this year. Paul no. did not name the song, but it's likely to be a 78 composition by Lennon called Now and Then. Yoko Ono gave it to Paul some years ago. Lennon oh, had Yoko. made it shortly before his death in 1980. Dude, this is, hey. I, I don't know how, I, but I don't know. Bud, I don't know, man. Bud I, don't Driver know you, Buff. I don't know what you do. I don't, I don't, that, that's weird. It's just crazy. Bud Driver Buff on the text line. I heard one that did Freddie Mercury covering Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On, and I cried. It was so beautiful. That's all AI. They just AI no, Freddie Mercury's voice to sing a song he never sang before, and it sounded great. You're kidding. What if I'm walking down the street and I see Tupac just show up? Is that AI? It's heartbreaking, and I can't even believe it. That would be a hologram. What, what's the difference? Well, if it's real and it's in front of you. I'm telling you right now, somebody has to pull up their britches in government and put a stop to this nationwide, worldwide. Just put a stop to it. You're not going to put a stop to it. You can ban it or whatever. People are still going to do put it. Put me dude. in charge. Put uh, me the, in charge. The technology is going to continue on, dude. No, we're not doing it. All those nerds, the, if you're a nerd and you're working on this, you're done. You're banned. You can't do it. You can't take image and likeness and voice and all this and suddenly take it and call it your own. Nope. That dude who cloned the sheep, you're out. <laughs> That's a different thing. I don't care. This is getting ridiculous. So what? I'm trying to think about that. I'm a dinosaur guy. You know that, right? I like dinosaurs. Can we AI up a dinosaur like a, like a dinosaur dinosaur, like a real dinosaur? How does that work? Moj, just wait till you lose your job because they say uh, we have Mosier's voice and we have his calls. And now we just have, you know, an AI-generated Mosier to call the Avs games. We don't need you. It's going to happen. Maybe next week. If I hear an AI Mosier yelling shooty shoot, I actually might allow it. Wait, the Chris Stapleton Monday Night Football song is AI? No, it's not. No, no way. No, no, way. no, 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 now, no, no, no. Stop no, no. right there. No. If you no. get to that, we're shutting the show down. We're just going to shut it down. Marty, look that up. Look that up. That I'm I'm going under the assumption that's a lie from a texture. But if it's, that is it's real. A, it's a lie. It's got to be a lie. Has to be a lie. Has to be a lie. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, listen, Vic, I don't know how much it's going to affect it's our real lives. And it's spectacular. Thank okay, you. Good. Thank you. Thank God. Woof. Dodged a bullet there, everybody. It's already impacting our lives. Yeah, but we're going to be... Media business, the media business has shrunk yeah, because by, of technology. By the time Arnold shows up through a you know, portal, a uh, uh, cosmic wormhole from the future, Arnold? we're going to be gone. Uh, yeah, Terminator. Oh, yeah. By the time Terminator comes back and then John Connor has to track him down, we're going to be okay. Hey, uh, we... See, Go ahead, Vic. It's not, a, it's not because of necessities. I think a lot of this is because of laziness. It is. Write your damn essay. <laughs> uh, we posed a question yesterday. Well, all this talking that maybe led to a little extra oomph from some CSU players and the hit on Travis Hunter, will that linger? Could that happen to a guy like Shador? Well, Dion was asked that question. We'll play that for you next. Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. Mosher, Lombardi, and Kane.
yesterday. Still a subject was the Blackburn hit, and honestly, I'm kind of over it. Dion did address it. He said nobody should be getting death threats. He said all the right things, so that was nice. Um, But we asked the question, if this is going to continue with the sort of talking from CU, will it motivate teams to maybe play a little bit closer to the line? And for guys like Travis Hunter and Shador Sanders, will they be facing maybe a little extra on some hits? Well, that question was posed to Dion yesterday. Here's what he said. I think there's a target on every great player's back, isn't it? Last time I checked, I mean, but that's that should really challenge your offensive line to do their job, shouldn't it? Because if you stop the quarterback, if you stop a Travis Hunter, if you stop a – a, a, a Jimmy, if you stop if you stop these guys, you're stopping the offense. Um, Bo Nix is pretty darn good too. We want to stop him, you know. So, but we're not going to do anything absurd or dirty. We don't we don't believe in that. Um, this is a game. I mean, we want to win, but we don't want to step outside the lines to win. Character is everything with us. I think that he's pretty much right on all accounts. Correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if you find a star player on the other team, you do. I mean, hockey's maybe the mm-hmm. exception most because if you do that to McKinnon, then Curtis McDermott's going to go out in the ice and, yeah, and but it's, start looking for you. Hey, it, it used hey. to be much more. It used to be much more enforceable back in the day. I mean, fighting is essentially a very small, small part of the game now. So a lot, a Fellas. lot of guys have been taken advantage of. Yeah, Vic, this is integral to every sport, every com- competition. You know, in basketball, guy starts popping threes. He's red hot, red hot. What is preached in the opposing huddle? Put him on his butt. Yep. Put him on his Every tail. Time. Put him on his yeah. tail. Just put him Make on his tail. You. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. Every competition, there, there, there's that. And I know it's savage and somewhat barbaric. And I know people are going to poo-poo it and say, oh, that's, that's not proper competition. That's unsportsmanlike. Name me a sport where that doesn't happen. Mm, bowling. Go ahead. Bowling's a good it, one. It, Okay, bowling's one. Baseball. Baseball's a great example. Guy goes three for three, three bombs, and he's showing off a little bit. What's the next thing that's going to happen? Inside. We'll buzz the tower. Buzz the tower. Name a sport. That video I just sent you the other day when dude kept calling timeout. Seeger kept calling yeah. timeout against uh, who was on the hill? And finally, I think it was Weaver. Weaver finally just stuck it right between the numbers and said enough of this. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. It is human nature, kids. It is competitive nature. And for those who don't understand that, have you ever played sports? Well, I mean, it's the the fact that Shador and Travis Hunter, and and listen, outside the kid from, from CSU's whatever is going on in his brain, the fact of the matter is their, their attention the amount of attention paid to them, their exposure for the last several weeks and beyond is not lost on anybody on the Oregon Ducks. It's not lost on anybody on USC. By the way, it works the other way, too. I mean, when Caleb Williams comes to town, you don't think there's some Buffs defensive guys who want to get a pop on the sure. future overall number one pick in the National Football League and a guy who says, if I don't like the team that's picking number one, maybe I'll stay at USC. Of course they do. Yeah, that's sure. absolutely natural, 100%. Now it's up to you to do something about it, protect your guy, you know, don't put him in vulnerable situations. As far as Travis Hunter is concerned, I don't think there's anything you could have done to prevent hey, that. There's nothing you could have done. People keep saying golf, 
You guys watched Happy Gilmore? Once Happy learned how to putt, you had to bring in Joe Flaherty to go out there and call him a jackass a few times. Mm-hmm. Have to. Then, and then Listen. if that doesn't work, then you have to take the Volkswagen onto the middle of the fairway and start running some people down. <laughs> when I made that point last week, when I said the CU players are going to have targets on their back with all this talk, and people said, what are you talking about? Well, you just you just saw what we were talking about. And it's great to talk. I love it. Part of the carnival atmosphere, it's why we're so interested. And winning and talking, it's all great. But the reality is, as Dion just so aptly put himself, you better be ready for it because it's going to come. Oh, here's a great point. Excellent point from Dan. Munson lost his hand bowling. Mm. Just as dangerous as football. Remember? Hey. Not only that, Vic, but they called it getting Munson. Yeah. yeah. Do oh, you my remember? God. Rodney, thank you for the quick memory. Trip down memory lane here. Great text. Do you remember what Caleb Williams had on his fingernails before the Utah game? He had F. F Utah, didn't he? Something do you like remember that? Utah? Do you remember what Utah did to him? Yeah, they they beat him up and they beat USC for the second time in the season. Yeah, they got him, got him good. And that's all I'm saying, dude. If you're going to talk it, and you're <laughs> going to get really, you better expect it because it's coming. And that's what happened last week. That was a. I mean, you could not have a more case study point than that. CSU was bringing it because they were tired of the talk. Were they dirty? Yeah, 100%. But they brought it. Um, Speaking, we just talked about baseball for a second. Can I give you guys a stat from baseball yesterday regarding Blake Snell of the Padres? Batters against Blake Snell in their last 39 at-bats are 0 for 39. It's the longest streak by an MLB starter since... 2001, when this pitcher went uh, 41 straight at bats without giving up a hit. Do you know who that was? Uh, Randy Johnson. Or, t- t- 2021, sorry. Oh, 2021. 21. Then it wouldn't be Randy Johnson. Yeah. I don't know. Blake Snell. So Blake Snell, <laughs> Blake Snell just tied yeah. Blake Snell. Yes. He did it twice. And the only other pitcher in the last 50 years to have two streaks of 39 or more at bats without giving up a hit, was Nolan Ryan back in 1975 and 1990, if you want to know Nolan Ryan's career. Rockies have 11 games left in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Vic, do you know how many losses they're sitting on right now? Is it 93? 95. 95. They got shut out last night at the Padres 2-0. Yeah. So they need to go 7-4. and four to They, need to, go, they the... need to go 7-4 and four to avoid the century mark for the first time ever. I don't think that's going to happen. Probably not. They've lost three in a row. It probably won't, but something has got to get better with them. I mean, it has to, right? Something something has got to improve. I mean, how many how many different arms are on the uh, on the IL right now? I told how you many guys different yesterday. Arms? They're top seven pitchers in the rotation to start top, the year. Period. Top seven. So your top five, and then the two guys that would replace two guys who got hurt. They're all out. They're all on IR. Top seven pitchers on IR. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see? I don't think we we brought this up. That by the seems way. like a bit of an extenuating circumstance to me to get to 100 if it does happen. Did you guys see that um, they gave Marquez, who was on the shelf with Tommy John, a two year extension to get him mm-hmm. through 2025? So it's a two year, $20 million deal. Um, weird to see that shift, right? Marquez was a big name around the trade deadline a couple of years back when he was the all star. 
and then was not very good the following year and now has Tommy John, and now it feels like, you know what, the best thing that we can do is probably just give him a couple of more years and hope he can figure things out again. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It's amazing what happens to those guys at the top of the rotation, though. Like well, yeah, every he's a year, proven commodity. Happens. He's a proven commodity. He did it at, at an all-star level, correct? Mm-hmm. Where are you going to go get one of those without cultivating your own? You're not going to get one here. You ain't going to go get a free agent. No. So the ones you do have, you're going to go to the ends of the earth to keep. And that's what they're trying to do. Uh, with a few minutes left here, Last year as we went into the season, the AFC West was seen as maybe a juggernaut, maybe the, one of the best divisions we would ever see in the history of football, and obviously it didn't turn out that way, and the Broncos had a big hand in that. They've started the year 2-6. and six. Chargers, Broncos 0-2, Chiefs and Raiders 1-1. One one. It feels like this entire division has been a fraud, and Vic, I know you said it earlier this week, Chargers fans have to be way more pissed than Broncos fans are with an 0-2 start this year. The Chargers, by the way, where are they going, Marty? It's Minnesota, right? They're going to Minnesota this weekend. Another 0-2 team who's desperate wow. for a win. Yeah. I wondered, when is the Chargers bye week? Because if things don't get better by then, Brandon Staley might be out. Their bye week, though, is like in two weeks. But I put that seven, eight weeks into the year. If the Chargers are still sub-500, they got to be looking for a new coach, right? They can't stay with Staley for well, more than I, I, I guess I was a little bit – maybe I'm not surprised. Is there anybody in any of these shows, any of these pundits, who hasn't taken a shot at Staley? Because I thought Staley was gone when they collapsed to Jackson. Absolutely. And, and the word on the street is this guy should have been gone last year. Mm-hmm. And now look at the hangover – this year, how many coaches right now, and I'm dead serious, Vic, how many coaches are out there going, my God, if you gave me Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. I I'll, th- I'll tell you one. One right here in Denver. One wanted the job, and that was Sean Payton. One right here in Denver. Yeah. Absolutely he did. But give me Justin Herbert, and I will give you the world, right? I mean, coaches salivate over quarterbacks like that. And he's got them to 0-2 to begin the year. Craziness, man, crazy. You know what's different about the Chargers start this year? Typically what happens is this. We look at their team on paper, we go, dude, how is anybody going to beat them? Look at all these stars that they have. And then right before the year starts, Derwin James uh, breaks both legs in a motorcycle accident and Rashawn Slater rips both of his pecs uh, hitting a tackling dummy and they have five guys on IL or IR before the Austin season Austin Eckler. It plays two games as attacked by attacked by a bear. Yeah, go to, the, go to their roster. Try and find any red next to people's names. They're in good. They're shape. healthy. They're in good shape. They're healthy right now in losing. Yeah. How doesn't make sense? Well, I can understand the Miami game because I think we think Miami's good, right? I can understand that game. Losing to Tennessee is a horrible loss. Mm-hmm. That's just a bad loss. Now you're playing a desperate Minnesota team that's in your same boat. You lose that game, and you're exactly right. Staley's number one on the list of, uh uh-oh, 
He, I don't, I don't know where you can find the odds for first coach fired this year, but it's got to be him, right? Has to. Well, you got as the far little, as the favorite. You got your little, your little book thing there. I don't know you? if I don't know if FanDuel has that one though. But is that more like do, do in, in England they have a lot of that stuff? They have yeah. a lot of who's going to you know uh, get fired first and all this kind of thing. You, you can actually lay wagers on that. Um, I don't know. I, I just it, to me, if you've got all that talent and you've got that quarterback. And you can't turn that into victories. You've got to be gone. You've got to be. Plus, he's feeling the heat, too. You know he is. He was incredibly testy after the game last week. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was he was very defensive. And what would you call him? Prickly. He was prickly, Vic. Prickly. That's, an abs- that's a very accurate word, yeah. Uh, I don't have the odds for guys to get fired, but I do have two of these. These are actually kind of fun. So odds for the... Uh, last team remaining undefeated. Who would you choose? Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, Ravens, Dolphins, Saints, Falcons, Bucks, Commanders. Well, the Cowboys the have those... a pretty easy schedule, I think. Uh, is the the best team or the team to finish with the, the best the record? T- the team, two... no, 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 the team that will remain undefeated the longest between them. I got you. Yeah, well, I, I think, you. you know what, I bet it comes, well, that's a great question. The Cowboys, it, it, by it, the way, have the Cardinals this weekend, and they might, be outscoring their opponents by 80 yeah. points after three weeks. How about this? It comes down to whoever wins the 49ers-Cowboys game in week five. You think they're whichever, both unbeaten? Which, which, yeah, that? whichever team wins that game will be the team that goes unbeaten the longest. That's my opinion. For as bad as we said the NFC was, the NFC, the top three favorites to remain undefeated, Eagles, Niners, Cowboys. Those are the top. And then it's Ravens, and then it's Dolphins. Um I mean, you've got in the NFC South, you got three unbeatens. You got the Falcons, Saints, and the Buccaneers, and ain't nobody thinking they're going to win on on, a, on any given week. Here's the other one, though. Last team to remain winless. Cardinals, Texans, Panthers, Bears, Broncos, Patriots, Vikings, Chargers, Bengals. Texans. It's got to be the tag. It's got to be Houston, doesn't it? It's got to be. Well, you it's think franchise. You think the Broncos are going to lose this weekend, right? Yeah, I think Houston's going to lose this weekend, too. It'll pare that list down a bit, but it's probably them. You know, if the Broncos can't find a glimpse here, you have to understand something. We're looking at a Broncos team that's 0-2, but we're also saying, yeah, but they lost both games at the buzzer. Yeah. They could be 2-0. You know what we're doing? You know what we're doing? We're doing the exact same thing we were doing last year. Think about it. Think about it. Last year we were like, yeah, they could easily be 6-1 and one right now. Here's what's different, though, Vic, at least to a certain extent. They started last year 2-1, and one, which I think we tend to forget. <laughs> they had a 2-1 and one record through three weeks, even though it looked terrible. So then you started to convince yourself, like, well, because hey, the, if you the, can win games while playing this poorly, it's it's got to get better those from two, here. Those two wins were ugly, tight wins. I yes. Mean, no points being pulled up. Right? And I remember the first game was the Seahawks game. Like, dude, you should have had that when you sure. fumbled twice at the oh, one-yard line. They should yeah. be three and zero. Absolutely, they should be three and zero. Well, we were wrong. We've been beaten down yeah. too much. And maybe are you asking, Vic? Is it unfair the way that we're viewing this team at the moment? Is it unfair that we aren't taking into account, like, dude, a couple of bounces your way, and then you're two and zero, oh, and nobody's saying any of the things that we're saying right now? Because if you put a 2-0 record next to the way that Russell played, does your B grade go to an A-? minus? Yeah. Yeah, it, it might, does because yeah. you won the games. Yeah. yeah, it does. 
you won the games. And for a quarterback, fair or not, nobody wants to apply the win-loss to quarterback ratings. And But it is. You, you got to win. You got to find a way to win the damn game. Um, Marty said to turn around behind me. And do you know what's on ESPN right now, Vic? What? Matt Agrusso is losing his mind about Jay Norvell not going for the win. Hang on. Let's listen a little bit. Oh, is he done? He's he done. just finished. He's done. That yeah. looks awful. Imagine, Vic, a world in which Mad Dog Russo on ESPN's flagship morning show yeah. is talking about the moves that Jay Norvell in Colorado State did or did not make. He's having a cigarette now. He's doing a push-up. Oh, he's doing push-ups. Okay. What is this show? But before this game, before this game, I'm not sure if Mad Dog Russo and any of those East Coast folks even knew where Colorado State, if it existed. Right? Yeah. Like, is that one of those, to them, is that one of them made-up schools? They didn't even know what it was. So just to be clear here, I want to go through the facts of what I just witnessed for a second. ESPN, in which... Nick Wright and some national media members have said that when the Denver Nuggets were playing well, they weren't interesting to talk about, despite the fact that they were the best team in the NBA and on their way to a championship with a two-time MVP. That was not interesting. But on Wednesday, the week after that CU and CSU game, Wednesday, Mad Dog Russo gives a full segment dedicated to, what are you mad about? You know what I'm mad about? Jay Norvell not going for the win in Colorado State's football game last weekend. Yeah. That's yeah. mind-blowing to me. You know, though, he's not hes not wrong. I, I thought they should have gone for two as well. I don't mind the punt, like when they punted, and it was, what, fourth and two? Punt it, yeah. You got 98 yards. They tied it. They sent it to overtime. But in that situation, Shadur was rocking. Shadur was cooking. Shadur mm-hmm. couldn't be stopped. You knew you weren't going to stop him. You just weren't. Go for two in the game. Yeah. I would have, too. I mean, that's the classic, you're the underdog in the game anyway. If you, you, game. you got nothing to lose, hey, what do you got give to it a lose? shot. Yeah, what do you got? You lost anyway. What do you got to lose? If you don't get the two-point conversion, hey, we were here to win. We let, we let that be known when we got here. We're here to win. You have absolutely nothing to lose. Is there any CSU fan out there who would be angry at the head coach for going for two had they not gotten the two-point conversion? You were not stopping CU's offense after that. Nobody would have been upset about that. It is a win-win. You've got money in the bank. 303-504-0925. So, so put a quarter in the screaming machine and see what he <laughs> says for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Why well, don't try that. Oh, well, I put a quarter in the Moj machine and I say, airplanes, Moj. And he goes. You know, I was <laughs> thinking about this, though. Um, I was thinking about the Broncos and my thoughts on the Broncos every week. Somebody on the text line just reminded me of this. For the Broncos, the, the narrative in my brain is how will they find a way, dot, 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 mm-hmm. to lose? Mm-hmm. It's become sort of a weekly, and that's sad. That's that's Bron- where we are. Broncos, not, up, Broncos up 24 to nothing at half next week in Miami, Vic. Your thoughts? I, I, I don't know what to think anymore. I Again, I turned to Josh in the press box at 21 to 3, and I said, can you imagine if they found a way to lose this game? Honest to God, those are the words that came right out of my mouth. They did. Imagine no more. They found a way. 303-504-0925. Back after this. .tv slash Altitude SR. Brought to you by Safeway.
Do you believe him? Do you believe him? Who? Do you believe Sean McVay when he says he had no idea about the spread when down 10, kicking a field goal in the final seconds to... Uh, 100%. 100%. I do too. When, when I read his explanation, Brett, it seems incredibly reasonable. Now, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But it seems incredibly reasonable. You know who was very aware? Vegas. Me. Brett Kane. I, I took that plus seven. I needed that sucker badly. Um, here is Sean McVay's explanation. Again, guys, they're down 10. There's a second left on the clock. They're at the, what, 25, 30-yard line, something like that. The spread is seven. No matter what happens on this play, it doesn't mean anything. But he trots out Brett Maher. He kicks a field goal, cuts it to seven, game's over. Here's his explanation. Is there a reason you chose to kick a field goal at the end of the game? Yeah, what we were trying to do is we were trying to be able to get a completion to where we kicked a field goal beforehand uh, with the opportunity to be able to, we were trying to, if we had hit that deep in breaking route, it really would have worked out the way that we wanted to. We were going to try to kick a field goal right once we got into, you know, field goal position to then be able to kick an onside and try to give ourselves a real opportunity to win the game. By the time it got down to it, didn't anticipate that, you know, uh, in cut that we hit Puka running that long and just said, all right, just go ahead and kick the field goal. Felt like it was an opportunity to be able to, you know, not leave Matthew susceptible to an unnecessary heave to the end zone and, and get an opportunity for our field goal operation. But the initial goal was to try to get a two for one to where you end up getting into field goal range a little bit earlier. With some okay, yeah, yeah, I got it. Hold on, hold on. I, 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 I hate this subject. Are you are you saying that coaches should be catering to betters, or considering Ooh. the sensitivity of betters? No, 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 no. I don't think anybody's saying that. I, I people think that he thought, hey, let's try to stick it to him on the on the line. I, I, I it's hard. It's hard for me to believe that coaches make decisions. Oh well, about point spreads. Oh, well, when no, you make it, when you right. make a bet, when you make a bet, that's on your that's at your own risk. Correct. That is correct. I um. I actually think that was a perfect explanation. You can't win the game anyway. Why would I throw my quarterback out there for a nothing heave and potentially get him hit for a play that doesn't matter? I'd rather either just take a knee or trot out the field goal unit. You know what? It says here, uh, Texter, Mosier, you're wrong. It's dumb to think he doesn't know. Everyone with ESPN on the phones, any sports app knows that. Do you think Sean McVay is checking out his sports app during the middle of a game? What world do you live in? I don't think so. No, I don't think so at all. I, yeah, I don't think that Sean McVay's making football decisions based upon what the Vegas spread is. I think that his explanation was perfect. It was, I don't want to get my quarterback yet. Even if he knew and said, "Eh, I'm going to mess with the spread here. I'm going to kick a field goal. Is he doing anything illegal? No, not at all. If you uh-uh. bet on the is game. Is he doing anything against well, the rules yeah. of the game? No. He himself, absolutely not. No. I remember this actually was a big discussion in college football years ago. It was either Lincoln Riley or the very tail end of Bob Stoops. But they were down 10. Same situation. And they kicked the field goal to cut it to like seven or something like that. And his reasoning after the game, do you know what it was? Hmm. Well, at the end of the year... It looks better, a seven-point loss does, than a 10-point loss for people evaluating who makes the playoff, who doesn't, that sort of thing. And I was like, hey, you're probably right on that. 
why not get some extra points and just make the score look a little bit closer than what it was and have and hope nobody remembers the total outcome of the game. Um, by the way, something else here real quick. There's a, a tight end for the Colts that's in his third year. His name is Kylan Granson. Last week, he caught his first touchdown pass. And he went to immediately to Instagram afterwards and posted this. Take a look. If you're on uh, Twitch or Altitude TV, we'll explain this in a second. He took what seems to be newborn photos with him holding his first ever touchdown catch. And I don't know who professionally did all of these pictures, but they look great. I don't know who the photographer is. You've done a wonderful job, but he's holding the football in a little blanket like you would a yeah. one-year-old or he's a got newborn. It, he's, got, he's got it swaddled. He's, he's got it swaddled up, yeah. He's tickling what <laughs> seems to be the nose of the football in this next picture. Yeah. Marty, the next one, please. He's looking up at his wife lovingly holding the football. <laughs> That's a, that is so good. I like this guy. What's his name? Uh, Kylan Granson. So I guess I don't know him, but I, I, I like his style. I think he's funny. I think we guy. should all do that. Anybody in sports, you get your first points in basketball, you get your first goal, you get your first uh, touchdown I'm, catch. Wait, I'm still waiting for my first hole-in-one. With my hole-in-one, so I give my little golf ball if you wrap, motion, him my, wrap him in my golf towel like a little baby. If you get a hole-in-one, you call Anna, and you say, we got to take some pictures. Yeah. And you get the I swaddle. I hole-in-one ball. You do? What's it, it at? What's it at? It's in my little, little shelf. It's up there with the scorecard and everything. Yeah, hell yeah. You should have taken some photos with it, Vic. I did a video. Not quite like that, but. Yeah, what did your video look like, by the way? When when was this? When did you get the hole in one? Uh, this is the day I turned 50 years old with G-Man. G-Man at Bear Creek. I got the hole in one. I was videotaping it. And then me and G-Man hugged and rolled down the hill together. So, well, so wait, what's protocol on hole in one, by the way? Is it you hit the shot, it goes in, and then you get your. Do you get the camera out as you're rolling up to the green and then you yeah. show the ball in the cup? Yeah, That's how you do it? suspect it's in. Yeah, if yeah. you suspect it's in, that's what you got to do. Somebody got a hole-in-one one time, and this is the phone call I got. Ring, ring. Hello? Hey, dude, guess what? What's up, Kiefer? Dude, dude, I got a hole-in-one. Uh-huh. What? I'm so hammered right You all right? You got, you, got, you got a what? I got a hole-in-one. All right, for you... uh. You golf purists that yeah. I do a show with every day. Explain to me why the guy who hits the hole-in-one has to buy the drinks for everybody. I've never understood that. Why is he the one paying the you, tab? Wouldn't you that's get... A, I've asked that, too. I've asked that, too. Don't you owe me? Yeah. I accomplished the feat. It's not like you won the lottery, okay? It's, if you win the lottery, then you take your boys out and you have a night out. That, that one makes sense because you got extra money off it. But if I accomplished something you did and I did something cool, why do you all of a sudden get to get hammered on my tab. Shouldn't it be the opposite? You all pull your money together and I get drunk. It should be like a bachelor party for me. Right? Yeah, but they're so rare that, you know, it's it's like uh, nobody else is ever going to get one, so you got to, you know, you're a lucky duck. Take care of your guys. Take care of your gals. Whatever. Let's see if somebody has a real explanation on this. The reasoning stems back to a long-followed tradition that has become an unwritten rule of golf. The guidance says, uh, yeah, we know that, but why? Why do you buy the drinks? Had to start with some dude in Scotland, right? One, I ain't doing it, by One the theory holds I, this from golf.com. I ain't buying you guys drinks. You didn't buy drinks for people in your group? No. 
Well, then your hole in one doesn't count according to the unwritten rules of golf. Sorry, Vic, you have no, zero in, in your fact, life. In fact, Bear Creek, they bought me drinks. They bought everybody drinks. I ain't buying drinks. Oh, this is actually a good reason. Hang on, listen, listen. One theory holds golf clubs encouraged it to boost profits or to make golfers think twice before they fabricated stories about making an ace. Oh, that's so a great That's reason. actually a great reason. That's a great reason. Do you remember, do you guys vaguely remember, Mosier, I think you will, you were not here, Brett. Years ago, the Denver Post had an article, front page, it was like a big deal, that a dude aced a par, four. par five. A par five, par yeah, five. par five, yeah. At Green Valley Ranch, the number nine at Green Valley Ranch, it's a par five no. dog leg right over a, over a ditch, and this guy claimed, I think he was a professor at DU or something, he claimed that he hit a sprinkler head, and it went all the way to the hole. Now, this is a 530-yard par 5. I called BS from the very get Even if you cut the proof. corner, it's probably like, what, four well, there's or something? there's no corner to cut. It's, it's straight away. Oh, it's straight away. But just trying just – I mean, for us, Vic, if we want to clear that hole from our tees, we got to aim for the bridge, the little bridge on the right-hand side. Okay, I mean, it, go it, ahead, that's, Vic, sorry. that's just to clear the ditch. Go ahead, Vic, sorry. No, it's all again. I remember they made a big story out of it, and it became a controversy. Do you believe him? Do there were no nobody witnessed it? Oh, that's see, that's fishy from the start. He had a hole in one on the first hole at Cherry Hills <laughs> this morning. He did. And Get then, out of here. And what, then were he, you reading this? Drennan just sent it to me. I'm told that there's a scoring mistake. <laughs> oh no, that may not be an ace after all. USGA has it as a par. <laughs> Oh, I, so that rule was made for Drennan that Schultz. That was made for yes. Drennan Schultz. Exactly right, Drennan. All right. It's all on you, baby. Marty, oh, that's hilarious. Marty Fact Checker. Marty monitors the mistakes in today's Fact Checker. Fact Checker. Presented by Rock Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Your local home comfort specialists. Rockheating.com. Rock. Bringing comfort home and simplifying your life. All right, so here's Brett saying you got to watch out for Minka Fitzpatrick this yeah. weekend, even though he hasn't been on the Dolphins in almost four years. Xavier Howard's pretty good. Minka Fitzpatrick in the back, in that back end of the secondary, pretty good. Just little things you got to figure out there, but it's an identity problem. Yeah, bad call by me. In my brain, he was traded from the Steelers to the Dolphins and not the Dolphins the to the Steelers. Around, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then just another bad Super Bowl. Let me read. start from the beginning on this one. If you have any gambling problems, the phone number is 1-800-422-5700. Let's get that out of the way right now. Marty, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing at the number I just registered? I must be wrong. Could be 1-800-522-4700. Much better the second go around. <laughs> At least I provided a safety net. Yeah, you did, but but how many people just were hanging on that first number and then they just said, I'm out. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Mojo Lombardi, and Canes, where you can find the podcast. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Sports Radio 92.5. Proud partners of the Nuggets, Avalanche, Rapids, and Mammoth. You ready for this? Get in the game with Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. This week's vacation is Anderson Farms, Colorado's largest. 
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.